Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Rough Life Podcast, the R-U-F-F Podcast, where we are continuing to talk about um, black women and their self-care, and we're just giving out some ideas of some things that will help us get through some things, like today we're talking about when you have a really good cry, when you have a really good cry. Uh, it provides us with an emotional release. And listen, it does. Listen, when I was young, I used to uh, get whooping sometimes, mostly on a Saturday because I'm out there doing shenanigans. But listen, my mother would whoop my behind let me, and make me take a nap, child. And when I got up, I felt good. <laughs> so I guess that was the emotional release. It's good for our mental health. Listen, a good cry is good for our mental health. However, activating our tears can sometimes be hard for black women. To have a really good cry, simply turn on a sad movie and let the tears fill without judgment. Snot bubbles and all, honey. Cry in private for inner peace. Okay? Never underestimate the power of a good cry. Not one that requires only a couple of dabs with a little tissue on the side of your eyes. Mm-mm. She said, we got we to gotta have that ugly cry, okay? When you, that ugly cry that has you wailing. Um, your nose is stuffed up afterward. Your eyes are bloodshot. Your chest is pounding from all the heaving you've done. Your cheeks are soft and damp. Wow. Most of the time. Black women are expected to hold on to our sad, stressful emotions. Additionally, the messages we received as children told us to cry less and laugh more, even when feeling sad. Think about how many times you were told to not cry while you were crying as a kid. If no one has told you yet, it's okay to cry. It really is. Life gets stressful And crying has been found to help get rid of that stress. It's one of the quickest ways to activate feel-good chemicals like endorphins that are living inside of us. You will instantly boost your mood after you let the tears fall. You will heal your emotional pain, which is vital to your radical self-care. Afterward, you would be lightheaded for two reasons, the excessive crying and the emotional relief. But remember, we got the endorphins going on, so we feel good. So I say, get your crown, girl. Let them endorphins out, okay? We need you to feel better about yourself. Go on and cry, baby. Don't, don't listen to nobody. Cry your heart out, okay? And then we go on to talk about limiting uh, our interactions with well-meaning white people, Okay. Let's see what this is about. So the therapist says, one thing is worse than uh, overtly racist white people is well-meaning white people. Okay. Who are these people? I don't know. The difference, come on now, of the, between the two groups is that the latter doesn't think they're racist. She whispers, they are. Well-meaning white people are individuals who are usually the perpetrators of microaggressions. These white people, and she spells white people, W-Y-P-I-P-O, request our assistance in being better allies 
by burdening us with questions about race. Mm-mm. Just too much information out there. You don't have to come to me for nothing, okay? <laughs> These whites, W-H-Y-T-E-S, go out of their way to try to portray that they are not racist by telling us things like, I don't see color, and I really hate that. Um, I would have voted for Obama for a third term if I could. And she says, sure, Jan. And then, of course, this is one uh, that I'm going to say when people say, I have a black friend. There's no way I can be racist. I work side by side with black people. How can I be racist? (laughs) Okay. Think about it. Okay. Well-meaning white folks seemingly want to dismantle white supremacy, but are also happy to reap its societal benefits. Child, you better know it, getting that no interest loan rate, going through a neighborhood that is very nice. That's where the realtors take the white people, and then they try to find us a house near the hood. The devil is a lie. He is today, okay? So we're still perceived as the other by them. Interacting with these people does damage to our emotional health. We could develop something called white people fatigue if left unchecked. Oh, I think I might have had that before. (laughs) It's where you're so tired of dealing with white people and their shenanigans that you avoid them at all costs. Yep, I've had that. I've had that. That sounds like something I can get some SSDI for. I have had that. Okay? This means walking around with resentment. Had that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Took me a minute, too. That negative emotion is not ours to carry. Get ahead of it and simply limit your interactions with well-meaning white people. Some ways to limit your interactions. Walk away from conversations about race between white people. Child, yeah. Ignore the different messages from childhood white friends you haven't talked to in decades who ask, how are you? It's a trap. They just want to make sure they weren't one of the racist white people, the W-Y-P-I-P-O, in your life. Limit your interaction so you can take care of yourself. As As you practice this exercise, you will instantly feel better because you're pre- preventing emotional fatigue and deterioration. You no longer need to carry on your discovery of radical self-care. So listen, y'all heard it. It was a lot. but And sometimes you don't know uh, the difference between well-meaning white people um, and people who are really for you, you know? There's a difference. There's a big difference. And, you know, for those who are white, check check to see if that's you. You might want to ask a few things. We, we have these biases. We have these things that, you know, even people who be on our side, but they be like, Ugh, I don't know. Listen, listen, listen. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away from those conversations, okay? It will definitely help you. And let me say, I'm not saying uh, be disrespectful, uh, but yeah, 
Heal yourself. <laughs> Help yourself. Okay? So listen, two things you can do this day or whenever you want to. Have a really good cry because you know you need it. We all need it. Go and let them endorphins out. And then work on limiting your interaction with well-meaning white people. Listening, those people may be at work with you. They may be your supervisor. But listen, however you feel when you're around them is valid. And if you need to use um, this part of limiting our interactions, then you let your supervisor know. She may, you might need to limit your interaction with her or him. I'm just saying. But anyway, do what you need to do to help yourself, okay? These are good things. If you're not a crier, child, just throw that movie on. Throw the movie on, okay? Listen, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't go around hurting anyone, not even yourself. And I should say especially yourself. Be kind to yourself. Peace.